Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Welcome to Chubstep. Welcome to Chubstep. We got Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. Rand- uh, I'm sure you all know Randy, but uh, some of his credentials, he's a uh, certified Jetty boy. Uh, he's a ham boy. Yep. Uh, he's a certified clam boy. Yep. Um, and he's also a Bigfoot enthusiast. Do you, Big time. Do you prefer Sasquatch or Bigfoot? Uh, Bigfoot. Okay. Sasquatch That's... is too foreign. Okay. Too foreign? Yeah. What about what about okay, well we'll get into this. We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about the uh the squatch on this episode. Maybe some other mythical beast. Um okay. but we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna unload all the facts. Yeah. Randy, I wanna I wanna start with how did you get into Bigfoot? How did that start? Uh I think it was just one of those Sunday hungover mornings and you're mindlessly looking through youtube yeah and then you just get into one of those those holes yes. and uh yeah about six hours later i was like yeah this is for sure real <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah like not even as a joke i i genuinely think like i think it could be real okay um so let's also first define define bigfoot yeah. Um, what do most people think he is? Like just a large ape-like humanoid? Well, it, honestly, like so the the internet forums that I'm on for Bigfoot because I'm on a few, uh, like the the controversy like involved, it's almost like it's it, like it's a real problem that matters. Like people get so pissed. Like if you're if you like think it's just a big ape because some people think it's like an alien. And yeah, okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of infighting on the message forums. I that's see. that's not good. Everyone yeah. needs to unite about something like this. Yeah, especially something that just doesn't really matter. It's not like politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're but, like uh, you're like yeah, I saw him. He was really furry and uh, you know hunched over like an ape. And some guys like, well, fuck you, Randy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's like, no. <laughs> It's not even a joke. Some people get so mad. Uh, but yeah, I if I had to guess, I'd say it's just like a big ape that we like haven't discovered yet because that seems the most believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, easier than like alien species surviving. Yeah, uh, somebody that does believe in like the aliens, or he's like so off the deep end with it, is uh, you know Survivor Man. You guys watch that show back in the day with Les Stroud. Yeah, he's a big Bigfoot guy. 
Really? And he, I just assumed he would be like on the ape side just because he seems kind of grounded in reality. But he's like, he claims that like he's seen Bigfoot, he's heard them, and that, that they've talked to him like through telekinesis. Oh. Damn, Les Stroud. He, he's way <laughs> off. The line. Damn. Yeah. If Look. you like listen to his interviews, he like comes across as like a totally normal guy. And then he's like, yeah, Bigfoot is like, told me to do stuff in my head when I'm on the woods. All right, man. He's that's when you got to check yourself into yeah. some type of. Uh, Might be time. To but he's like, he seems like a totally sane guy. But yeah, I don't know. He's, he's wild. <laughs> that would be a wild. Uh, <laughs> if he, <laughs> I just imagine someone dating him, and he like meets their parents for the first time, and they're all at dinner, and then Les Stroud randomly like looks at the window. He's like, "I'm not going to do that." I, like I don't know how I know this, but I'm pretty sure he was divorced. I think you mentioned that in an interview. Shocking. Could have been the Bigfoot stuff. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Okay. So, Randy, is the is the thought that there is just one of these, or that this is a whole species? There's like families of them, or like how many is there supposed to be? So, I, yeah, I think that it's like a whole species and again like everybody kind of believes different stuff yeah um but yeah if i had to guess it's like a small species of you know maybe like they're almost extinct so there's not that many yeah and then they're just in like these so remote places that people never go to like northern canada you like look at a a map of like where people live in canada yeah and it's literally just like all on the border yeah and then above that i mean it's yeah it's insane so like i don't know but also to like if if you do believe in this you also kind of have to believe that like the government is probably covering it up for some reason which is kind of tough to swallow yeah (laughs) that i'm not buying all the government like that's almost like a flat earther thing where it's like oh the government's hiding the ice wall yeah and i'm like I'm like, no, because I was, you know, I worked for the government. And uh, the first thing I would do if I saw Bigfoot is go on my Instagram and post a picture of Bigfoot. Yeah. There would be no hiding that. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense why the government would would care at all if there's an ape or not. But maybe maybe he's got, like, magic powers. Investigate 9-11. 9-11 was perpetrated by people within our own government. The, the one theory I've seen is that the logging industry is in a big conspiracy to, to like, put down the Bigfoot so they can cut more trees down. But I don't know if they have that much pull in. Uh, so, I mean, we need a lot of wood. Maybe they're more powerful than I realize. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Randy, the idea... Well, we do know how expensive plywood's been recently, Home Depot. But... The, uh, the idea would be that Sasquatch would have, like, a protected land and then the loggers want to be definitely able to take would. over his property uh like yeah it, i guess um yeah if, if it like came out that he does exist and like they couldn't chop down trees or but i, I don't know that it doesn't really make sense but it'd be cool though if yeah there's a big ape uh i think the best piece of evidence i don't know if you're gonna ask this yeah yeah, yeah. Um, go for it have you guys seen like the original like patter it's called the Patterson Gimlin footage? That's the, yeah, that's the one everyone's seen of the yeah. with him doing that pose, he's like turning around with the Yeah. The Bigfoot pose. Yeah. So I thought that was like BS as a kid. 
but there there's like ones on YouTube you can look up. They like because it's old film, which I guess is really easy. Well, not really easy, but there's like a lot of data in old film, like a lot of uh, visual data, and like through processes now you can like make it way more clear and stabilize it. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that, sorry, my fantasy football thing. Uh, it it re- it honestly looks kind of real. Like I'm probably biased because I think it would be cool if it was real, but it kind of looks like not a guy in a costume. It looks like you know there's muscles and and this was back in the 50s too, like when they couldn't make like super good costumes or CGI. Where did that guy? Yeah. Where was that footage taken? That was in Northern California. Uh, I don't know the exact place, but like out in the middle of the boonies. I think, I think Northern California, West, Western United States. Yeah. Yeah. That's a popular, popular Bigfoot spot. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I mean, it, to me, it is surprising that there's never been one scene. Um, just like considering their size. Mm-hmm. What I'm wondering is if they, I don't know if this is out there on the forums if they have like a long hibernation or something that, yeah, that, that could make sense if they just like were like bears and yeah. for the winter. Yeah. But maybe like even longer than the winter or something. I don't know. Like maybe they sleep for five years and then only come out for a little bit. That's like kind of getting into Yeti. Bang it out. So oh. what is the difference? Yeah. Yeti? I, don't, I think they may, maybe they're the same thing okay. just in different parts of the world. Like a polar bear versus a... Because that, that's kind of interesting, too. If, like, you go through, like, different cultures, like, history, they all kind of have, like, a, a Bigfoot, um, like, figure. Like, the, yeah. the Chinese one is... There's, like, a Chinese one in their mountains. There's an Australian one called, like, the... Uh, I think it's, like, the Yowie. They always have dumb names for yeah stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then there's even like the southern United States claims to have one too. I think they, it's like the swamp ape. Oh, oh. There's, there's some yes. good pictures of that online too. There's a scary, possibly fake, but seems kind of real picture of a swamp ape. So you see, real quick, the, the best evidence I've seen of uh, Bigfoot is the movie Harry and the Hendersons. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> no, I've, <never laughs> I've seen the poster for it though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that tells you enough just in the poster right there. Yeah, big hairy. Yeah, uh, there's all. I'm just gonna keep listing Bigfoot facts for you yeah, guys. Do that. There's also um, these things called the samurai sounds. Okay. Uh, you can look up that YouTube video, um, and that kind of ties into people think Bigfoot may be the cause for a lot of um, like the weird disappearances in national parks. That's like a whole different thing, but. Mm. There's uh, are, are there a lot of one just... national park? These guys like recorded these like weird sounds like deep in the forest, like really loud, and it almost sounds like a like a deep Asian voice, and they call it the samurai sounds, and it's supposed to be like the Bigfoot language. Also, okay. interesting. So that would kind of go against the telekinesis thought, then. Yeah, maybe they they talk normally, and it can also uh, okay. There's also yeah. uh, some people think they can cloak, like uh, the predator. Oh, well. So the thing about cloaking is, um, chameleons and like cuttlefish and octopus can are they can actually do that. 
They, yeah, that's, that's true. true. You know, there are like animals yeah. that can camouflage, like change their colors. So maybe Bigfoot can do that. I, I mean, I'm assuming it would be harder with fur. Yeah, but uh, yeah maybe they're not that furry. I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know. This is going back to like the ancient culture thing, but have you heard about Gigantopithecus? Yeah, that, that's like the the scientific word supposedly for for it, right? Well, Gigantopithecus was uh, it's an extinct, at least thought to be extinct species mm. of ape. Um, it essentially looks like a really big orangutan that like walked upright and was like huge. Mm. So that I mean. Maybe it just it, didn't go extinct. It's possible. It's possible. Damn. I would I would love to see one, but I think from like inside a car, like driving by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, people, there's some like really, uh, I guess they're not like super convincing. Like if you don't believe, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is for sure real. But there is some like Bigfoot podcast where people like have, they like call in and they like share their Bigfoot story. And some yes. people will say it like they have like PTSD from it. And it's like weird that they would make like, I'm sure some of it's made up, but some people seem just so like actually distraught. Yeah. After like being scared by one of these things. So yeah, some of the, the firsthand accounts can be kind of convincing too. Yeah. I remember, I think I read a book or like a magazine or something. It was old Bigfoot stories. This was when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13. And mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, these are scary as fuck. Bigfoot's mean. Like, Bigfoot's were throwing rocks at some guy's cabin. Oh, my something. God. And, like, the, the guys just started shooting out the doors and shit and had, like, a 10-hour battle with what I, they thought was Bigfoot. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. remember reading that and being like, God damn, I hope I never see a Bigfoot. <laughs> Yeah, I like that story. It was like a family of Bigfoots attacked some guys or something. That one, I don't know. I didn't really believe that one, but yeah, it seems scary. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, hey, there's got to be a reason why nobody ever sees them and then gets out of there. Yeah, it might be just super aggressive and fast. Oh, the one before Jared, you even texted me about this. I was watching some video, and this guy claimed that it was like the super old guy. And he claimed that he saw Bigfoot pick up like a hunting dog and like twist it. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Like, but he, like, yeah, he like does the hand motion with his hands. He's like, it was like he was wringing out a towel and like, ripped this dog in half. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interviews out there with people who claim to have seen him. Is there supposed to be a difference between the female Bigfoot and the male Bigfoot? So the the footage that I talked the Patterson Gimlin one yeah. that is supposed to be a female. Uh, you can actually see like the the tits on it, like the oh. her breasts, which also would be weird if a guy was in a suit and he decided to make like it a female because that would seem harder to like fake. But yeah, you can like see the the Bigfoot tits like swinging around as it walks by. I find it offensive, our natural baby. That's how I like them. Swing low, sweet chariots. Okay. Well, good to know. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) I was worried Um, about that. Would it be considered immoral if uh, I make first contact with a Bigfoot female? Um, (laughs) I think I know where this is going. And 
and I bang her. Yeah, I bang the Bigfoot. But this is assuming she's um, intelligent enough to, like, give consent. Like, maybe she telepaths into my mind. um, And she says, yeah, let's do it. She's like, yeah, let's do this thing. I haven't seen another Bigfoot in 10 years because we're so rare. I thought you were going to ask if it was morally okay to shoot it, and you went you went down a different route. Oh, no. If I had a gun and I saw Bigfoot, first thing I'm doing is putting a bullet through his eyes. Wow. You, you think you would shoot it? I don't, I don't 100, think that. Oh, dude, 100%. I'd be so rich. I'm not. Also, I'm not taking the chance. Nobody's ever seen this thing before. It's probably going to murder me. Like 100%. If it's as big as they say it is, though, like you're going to have to have I'll shoot it. I'm emptying the the full magazine (laughs) into that thing's face. Uh, This isn't a movie. (laughs) There is going down from a hunter. And he said, he said he saw it like he was in his tree stand and he saw it. And he's like, the first thing people ask is like, why didn't you shoot it? And he said the, the first thing was that like, he didn't, he had like a deer rifle. So he's like, I didn't have like the, the firepower to like confidently say I could like kill it without it killing me. Yeah. And the second thing he said was that it like, he, he like felt like it was like a human. He like couldn't do it. Cause it was too human. Like weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you're pretty confident. I mean, like what is your level of confidence, Randy? Like you just wouldn't be surprised if, if one day people came out and said, yeah, I found it. Like here's evidence of it. Um, or what would you say to skeptics? What would you say to skeptics? Uh, I I would say what like the thing that convinced me was just that one video that it they like kind of HDified it and they stabilized it. Yeah, and I like watched it a bunch of times and I'm like, this is like hard to fake. And then like the guys who if they did fake it, they like didn't really have the means to. Yeah, like the the backstory of that like film is pretty interesting um but yeah if you're not convinced by that like video then it's kind of tough they have some good points too like we don't really have any bones i don't think which is kind of tough to yeah we to got no or like you might have shitty shirt. bones yeah there, there's yes. also like uh people rarely rarely find like i guess uh mountain lion bones in the mm. woods like yeah, really rarely. I've never found a mountain lion bone. I'll tell you that right. <laughs> me either. Yeah, I, I definitely have not. Yeah, that that mountain lions are probably just a made up thing. Guys use as an excuse for why they're so late to get home to their wives. I got a, a mountain. A mountain lion came up to me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It did. A giant cat in the woods. Bullshit. Yeah. I mean, there there are animals out there though that. Uh... Like the, I mean, it's totally different like environment, but we thought that the the giant squid was oh, like, yeah. was totally fake until like, I think like the seventies, maybe yeah. it's totally, it was, it was like, like oh cool. shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it was the same kind of thing. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's real. Like a huge squid. <laughs> yeah. A hundred foot long squid. Sure. Are there any other large animals like that, that you also think there might be a possibility of? That I also believe in. Yeah. Hmm. There, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. There is some, uh, there is like, a, they like did like a, 
radio scan or like some sort of scan in the uh the Loch Ness Lake mm-hmm. and there's like a perfect little outline of like a big lizard thing at the bottom of the lake <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that, I think that one's fake <laughs> I think that one come on Loch Ness yeah. Monster come on yeah that one's probably fake they've I mean they yeah they've scanned that lake a lot they don't have a lot going on up in Ireland or Scotland or wherever. Yeah. All they all they do is just scan Loch Ness. <laughs> what other what forums do you recommend for people that want to get in the chats? Uh I would honestly recommend just staying away from the, the <laughs> forum. <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of infighting, a lot of uh people trying to sell their t shirts, a lot of <laughs> oh, God. a lot of uh chainsaw, uh you know, the guys who do like the chainsaw art. Out of oh, wood. okay. Yeah. They just make big, big, big foots. And then you get like a rare, like, really fuzzy picture video, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is for sure him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was worth all the t shirt posts. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep scanning the forums for you guys, and I'll, I'll send you the best evidence. I'll be the, uh, the gold digger. Perfect. We yeah, appreciate it. If Randy. you got any other hot tips on like aliens or. Yeah, you know, for, for for sure real, I would say. Uh, oh yeah, are like ninety nine percent. Yeah, but are they here? Yeah, uh, well, Kamala Harris. Keep an eye on her. That's all. Oh, <laughs> I think it's political, but oh, you never know. <laughs> well, Randy, what a thank you again. You're doing the Lord's work, uh, so we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime you want to talk squatch. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast because we'll be right back with more Chub Step. All right, Steve. Good. I'm glad we got that settled and kind of just a little, you know, precursor on Squatch. Little, uh, little nice info on it. Yeah, I was, you know, those those monsters, they're out there. Yeah, it's probably. It's one of those things that I try not to think about too much. I just my assumption is that we've discovered most of the things on land, just because I, I would. It yeah, would just, I mean people people have walked pretty far. Yeah, but is it possible? I'm not going to say it's not possible, but I mean, I I 100 won't say it's not possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it probable? It's, no, no. But maybe. I mean, they had a whole show about guys finding Bigfoot, and uh, they should have named that show "Looking for Bigfoot." Yes. Or we're trying. We are trying to find Bigfoot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They they called it "Finding Bigfoot," which was a little different. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> yes, they did not. Unfortunately, yes, they did not. Uh, yeah. It. I mean, it all. This all reminds me of when I moved to Georgia. Yeah. The first, I stopped at a gas station, and this lady just immediately started talking about Bigfoot sightings in the area. I mentioned I was like moving to Georgia and she's like, Oh, Bigfoot, you got to check out this map. Georgia does not seem like likely spot for it. The what? I, I, I agree with Randy. If it's anywhere, it's where Randy's saying like Northern Canada type of thing. I, I don't see it being in Georgia. Yeah. Or the Amazon. Like, I don't know. Oh, people, yeah. they discount the Amazon and that's where this Gigantopithecus lived in like tropical climates. Yeah. Good point. And the Amazon is like, nobody even goes in there because you just die. Yeah. 
You get malaria and then die. Well, Bezos kills you if you go. Oh, he does? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. He owns that jungle now. That's right. So, Steve, I wanted to talk about some uh, recent... Some, I'm not going to do a Billy Bob Thornton movie review this week, but I want to give some Christmas movie recommendations for those people out there. Okay. Uh, there are two movies that have come out within the last like two to three years that are solid Christmas movies. Uh, and that doesn't happen very, you know, I, I like watching Christmas movies around Christmas. I'm not a big fan of all the Hallmark movies because it's all literally the same movie over and over again. I know some people like that, but just not my style. And then I've seen all the classics a bunch of times. So I kind of, you kind of want some different stuff, but there's also a lot of crap out there. So I'm going to tell you two that I enjoyed one steed. Uh, this one takes place in your current hometown of Batavia, Illinois. What? Yes, it is called 8-Bit Christmas. It came out this year. Uh and it is it's actually I don't think, I don't think any of it is actually filmed in Batavia, but it all oh, takes Oh, damn it. That's why would you base a movie in the random town of Batavia yeah, and so, not film it here? So I'll give this and I, I'm going to see if I can reach out to the guy that wrote this. So, um Yeah, and and get him in contact with me cuz I got some words for him. Yeah. So basically, he grew up in Batavia. So he wrote this book and then the book, the movie is based on the book. It is, if I were to describe it, you know, quickly, uh, it would, it's very, it's similar to a Christmas story, but instead of a Red Rider BB gun, the main kid wants a Nintendo. So it takes place in like 1988 and he wants a, you know, Super Nintendo. Okay. And uh, so it's all about him, you know, trying to figure that out. But it takes, you know, they mentioned a lot of local spots. They, it all, yeah, it all takes place in Tave, Illinois. Solid movie, um, and it's starring Neil Patrick Harris is in it, and yeah. Steve Zahn, or, and David Cross Somebody is in it for a little bit. mentioned this to me, but they got it way wrong. What do you mean they got it way wrong? They said there was a show about, or somebody wrote, it was in the newspaper or something, and they wrote, they said that, it was about Batavia, oh. starring Neil Patrick Harris, but it was a show. Oh God, yeah, no, there, that's not right. a movie, no. and it wasn't out yet. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's called classic miscommunication. Uh, yeah, that was not it. And yeah. now you're telling me about it, and it sounds like a different movie. That sounds or like a mom a thing. thing. That sounds like a mom thing. Something that my mom would tell me, like, "Oh, you got to check this out," and it's like not even the. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's not a show about Batavia. It's a movie. That is in Batavia, <laughs> anyway. but actually not filmed in Batavia. Yeah, so that's that's one for people. Look, it's on HBO Max. The other one is Feast of Seven Fishes. Have you seen this, dude? I don't think you. Um... I've, I'll tell you, I haven't seen okay a Christmas movie other than Elf. Okay, so Feast years. of Seven Fishes, really, really good movie. Um, came out like two or three years ago. Uh, the main guy in it is a guy I can never I can never think of his name, but I've he's in just a million things. Uh, he's a younger guy. Um, and then the blonde girl from the newer Jumanji's, uh, the two of them. Jumanji? Yeah. You said Jumanji. Whatever. (laughs) I say it how Robin Williams would want me to say it. So, uh, (laughs) anyway, that's, uh, it's, it's about a, basically that one is about, um, this guy has, they're kind of in a small town in Pennsylvania. They have a, a Italian tradition is this piece of seven fishes where they cook seven, di- seven different fishes. I think it's on Christmas Eve. And this girl who's good. kind of uppity, they call her a cake eater, which is not a term I was familiar with. It means a rich person. 
Uh, she oh. is back in town, uh, back home for the holidays. She's in college, and she comes back, and she kind of meets this local uh, kid who's having this Feast of Seven Fishes dinner with his family. But it's uh, very well done. Those are two Christmas movies that people are looking for some. Um, one thing I noticed in that, they have a rich guy in the 80s. So the movie, that movie takes place. I actually think both these movies take place in the 80s, weirdly. Yeah, two 80s movies. Yeah. So the ultimate rich guy thing I realized in the 80s, and even now, is uh, when they're portraying it, is a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see, they never portray like some hillbilly or some poor guy or something like that wearing a turtleneck. It is always they like. They can't the, afford that extra fabric. Yeah, apparently that little bit of fabric around the, around the neckline, because it overlaps. Not only do you have it going up to like where your chin is. But it actually goes back down. So you're actually doubling down on that fabric. Yeah. That's a I mean, that's expensive. Yeah. But but I just I never really realized that once I thought about it, I'm just like, oh yeah, every single time somebody's wearing tur- turtleneck, they're supposed to be like some kind of and usually douchey. It's not usually like a nice person wearing a turtleneck. It's not it's a nice rich guy, no. yeah. No, it's like the douchey rich guy wearing a turtleneck. Uh doesn't donate to charity or anything. Yes. Or the other big movie trope is uh somebody's got a hickey and so they're trying to cover it up. Oh, yeah. That's always a classic one from, like, Disney movies the or things man. like that. It's yeah. just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Apparently a very common problem that comes up in, in TV shows and movies. But It just, happens to some people. Yeah, I know? just want to say, if, if you want to try to get into, like, maybe a restaurant that you can't afford or maybe test drive a car that you know you can't afford but you want to go to the dealer, just show up wearing turtleneck. a turtleneck and you should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, was there something you want to get to? Yeah, um, I went to a a rap show this weekend. Whoa! Yeah, um, it was my girlfriend's coworker uh, was doing the rap. He was doing the rap. Okay. Uh, he's a rapper. Um, but I want to talk about the person before him. Okay. Uh, I don't remember his his stage name. But he he opened it up, got the crowd going, did a bunch of songs. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's pretty chill, you know. He's spitting some bars. I'm vibing. Um, I'm swaying. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like up in the front, you know. He jumped in the crowd a couple times and me and me and him were like, we're connected, you know, he's he's my boy now. Sure. Um But there was uh, one song where he brought out a female friend of his. Okay. And this is this is just at a bar with like a stage in the back, like a small stage. Yeah. Very small venue. Uh and he was doing this rap show and then his friend came out uh in lingerie. Okay. Yeah. And she just started like that good, good. essentially <laughs> doing stripper moves on the stage. Okay. And uh that was something. Uh, guess what the song was called? Uh, is this, okay? It's either something that makes a lot of sense or something that would be like too. Weird. It makes no. It makes no sense to why he would have the stripper out for this song. Okay, I'm gonna call it Apple Holler. You were uh, surprisingly close. Okay. Uh, the song was Popeyes. Popeyes. Okay, food related. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after yes, after the chain, uh, you know, you gave a little little blurb uh he happened to be eating popeyes when he wrote the song oh okay that makes sense 
Yeah, and then the stripper came out, uh, and I was like, that's cool, that's cool. And then she went away, and then like four songs later, another stripper came out. So, And I was like, hell yeah. And you're sure this was a concert venue you were watching this, <laughs> this at? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. And he just had a couple couple strippers one was wearing a mask you know trying to hide her identity a little yeah um i respect it uh and you know i'm a i'm a big rap guy now yeah yeah (laughs) i go to the like the underground shows that people don't even know about that is yeah when i think of underground rap uh, i do think of you there's there's a fine line between like underground like there's just very different crowds for underground rap concerts because i've been to some that are pretty obscure type of ones that most people want to know and the crowd varies quite a bit a lot of times yeah but it, uh, yeah this was a really it was a small crowd okay it was a very small crowd i'm talking like maybe 20 people in there yes okay so uh, interesting so <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you're in the now you're part of the circuit now, how come if somebody is into like underground hip hop, they're not considered like a hipster? But in this, it's the same sort of thing, right? Where you're you're trying to find a band before it's cool to do. Yeah, um, I think it's probably because they just blend in more with the mainstream yeah. rap fans. Um, Lamestream. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they're not as annoying. Yeah. Unless you like ever get in their car and they they're like, "Hey, did you ever hear um Wyclef's 2002 show? He played at his grandma's funeral." And you're <laughs> like, "What?" And then they just play it, and it's some yeah. shitty funeral mixtape. Yeah, and you're like, "Cool, man. That would be like that would be really annoying." Hipsters do that stuff all the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I I would agree with that. We consummated the marriage, and. It went well. <laughs> so the cookie jar was taken care of well. I want to get to some emails here because I've been delaying it on this. Yeah, people are getting pissed. Yeah, we're just going to get one email in right now, and it's from our boy Smacko. Uh, respectful Smacko. Respectful Smacko. So it's called TJ Huzmanzada Who's Huzman Zachub. Okay. TJ Huzman Zachub. There we go. He said, I saw someone wearing this guy's jersey and thought of y'all. Who is your favorite Bengal of all time? Love Smacko. Bengals? Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. My favorite Bengal is the current Bears quarterback, Andy Dalton. Wow. Three years ago, uh, Andy Dalton, the Bills were on the cusp of making the playoffs, but they needed, um, I can't remember the team. They needed one team to lose. Yeah. And Andy Dalton's already out of playoff contention. Bengals have literally, they, they're just playing for fun at this point. Yeah. And the game is on the line. Last second, like game ending Hail Mary, Andy Dalton chucks like a 50-yard touchdown. And the Bengals won, and then the Bills made the playoffs for the first time in, like, nice. 20 years. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Andy Dalton is my favorite Bengal. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's a popular take. A lot of people don't love Andy Dalton so much now that he's on the Bears. Uh, he can join Trubitsky on the Bills. We'll take him. There you go. I, Third my, string. 
My favorite is uh, Geno Atkins, uh, defensive lineman. He uh, he started the Atkins diet in my in my mind. Uh, <laughs> at a big at a big had a major role in that, uh, which is what I live my life by. So I want to thank him for that. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, and he deserves thanks. He's helped a lot of people with his diet. Yeah. But big TJ Huzmanzada fan. Uh, I, that's just a crazy name. Anytime you see these names that are like this, it's just it's a lot of fun to say. It's just, I like when it takes up a big, I like any name that is very long that takes up a big chunk of the jersey where you look at the back of the jersey and it doesn't really fit well because it's only designed for so many letters. I always enjoy that. So thank you, Smacko. Uh, <clears throat> big Bengals fan over here. Big Bengals fan. What do you say? We slip into a room and you two split me open like a coconut. Um, okay. <clears throat> I have a Tanzania news if you want it, or you can go. I and also then... have a Tanzania news, so let's do back to back Oh, we've been news. waiting on your Tanzania news for a few weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll tell my Tanzania news here. Because I've been having it okay. up as a tab on my computer for a long time. Yeah. Okay. So Here's what it is. You ready for this? I'm ready. Infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that new patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I'm, I am. I'm glad because usually I'm the Tanzania news guy. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. But ever I, since Magafuli passed, it's been tough. It's, well, it's been tough for me to yeah review Tanzania news when I just I had such a hard time with his passing. So I just yeah. I appreciate you taking over a lot of that. So uh, this unfortunately this is another thing about death. So that's just oh, so nice. great. Uh, in Tanzania, seven people died in Zanzibar after eating poisonous turtle meat. Damn it. Is that what you had? No. Oh, okay. I'm just pissed off. Uh, as we all know, Zanzibar is the island off the coast, um, which is semi-autonomous, uh, still has a king and queen. Yeah. It looks really pretty. It looks like a really cool spot, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it would It would be Zanzibar. That would be pimping. It also it was off the coast of, like, Florida. Yeah, it sounds cool also. Like, Zanzibar sounds just cool. I don't know. Yeah, sounds uh, like Zanzibar. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, there is a common delicacy among those living in Zanzibar and some other parts of Africa where they have to, they like to eat a certain type of turtle. And okay. the turtle eats a type of algae that's poisonous to humans. And because okay. of this, people try eating the... Uh, you know, these rare turtles, and then they just die. So it's one of those stupid, like, oh, this is a delicacy thing, but hey, if you eat and Then it, you die. Just, yes. <laughs> so, like, example, in Madagascar, 19 people. And then what the dumb thing is, like, the kids will have their, their parents will have these kids eat this, right? So 19 people in, in oh, March okay. in Madagascar, 90 people died of eating turtle meat. The same turtle? A different, uh, the same type of turtle, a different turtle, uh, you know, not the same exact turtle, but the same type of turtle. God, that's, is turtle yes. even good? That's the thing. If it were that good, we'd be eating it all the time. 
Maybe I mean I've heard of turtle soup, but I thought that was like a survival thing. Yeah, turtle soup is. I I have not had turtle, but I cannot imagine it's great. I again, if cause people could just grow tur- like you know fish, right? Not all fish is caught wild. They have farm fish, right? As yeah. you know, if if turtle was that great, they would be growing turtles so that people would eat turtles. It cannot be that great. It's some sort of you know. Uh, if it, if this potentially kills you, let's not eat this. Especially if you're going to make I mean, your kid yeah, die, because one of the people, people that died in like this that was a kid. Poisonous pufferfish or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't need to try the pufferfish either. I'm so I I mean I just googled it and people are saying turtles turtles pretty good. Okay, well, legend legendarily good eating. Okay, well maybe I'm wrong about this, right? Yeah, and also maybe I'm generalizing too much, right? Because if if we're eating this regular type of turtle, maybe that's a you know crap. You can, like saying all fish is good. There's some fish out there you, that are not edible. So I'm thinking exactly, and I'm thinking that the problem is like us Americans, we judge our turtles based on like freshwater swamp turtles. Good point. Good point. And yeah. there's like the big sea turtles, which like get out there, they swim around a lot. Uh, they're getting naturally salt. You don't even have to salt the turtle. That's a good point. They live in you don't have to salt them at all. Pre-salted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's all it's all pretty valid there, Steed. I I guess my okay. I guess I was judging too soon. Don't knock it till you try it. I would like to see how it's prepared. Because uh, maybe I'd, that, I'd like to know where the turtle's from too. Yeah, and maybe just know I want how much make sure it's a virgin turtle. Um, it's not soiled. Yeah. Yeah, it, again, it just like, I don't know what the ratio is. I don't know if like this is something people eat like all the time, but if it's a delicacy, to me, that means they're eating it not that often. Yeah, they right. got one and they were like, yeah, let's throw a party. We found the sacred turtle. Yeah. And then everyone's like pumped and then like a village dies. And yeah. They're like, oh, damn it. It sounds bad. I wouldn't, uh, again, I, I would try it now that you're, now that you've convinced me, but maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll I try. think I think we should look up a place for a turtle. Yes, maybe we have a, a good, turtle restaurant. Maybe in there's Chicago. a turtle restaurant in town or something in Chicago. Yeah, I agree, Steve. All right, good point. You convinced me. I'm sold. I'm let's sold. Let's do it. We okay. might die, but let's do it. We okay. went to Wahlburgers. Why not eat a turtle? Yes. Uh, one last thing, Steed. Let's do this. Uh, one thing that's been bothering bothering me with commercials uh, is. Oh. Well, there's a lot of things that bother me with the commercials. I'll just go one I, of them. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off on a commercial once you're done. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We don't have like a ton of time, so maybe we don't. Wanna... Just, it'll it'll be a quick anger. Hate. Okay, okay. I really hate when there is a medical commercial, and it says that their symptom is like it's a guy trying to talk about his symptom, right? Or a girl trying to talk about her symptom, and they talk about let's just you know. Let's just call it uh, arthritis, right? And they always say, when I was trying to deal with my moderate to severe arthritis, uh, I tr- I used this medicine. Like, no, w- when you use the term moderate to severe, like, nobody would use that term. Like, it, it, it takes it out <laughs> of the, the human el- element out of this. It's clearly a commercial. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you either, it's first of all, it's either one or the other. Like, if, you know, if somebody has bad arthritis, they're just going to say, I have, I have severe arthritis that I can say it's moderate to severe or if it's not, it would be, it would be good if they were just like my shitty ass arthritis. Yeah. I want to, you're like, Oh hell yeah. 
I need this stuff. Exactly. If it's supposed to be like a, a bullshit testimonial, at least make it sound realistic. Like use some actual language that people use when they talk. I hate when they do that. And they, you'll notice this all the time. Yeah. Start listening to these medical commercials all the time. They'll use some term like that that just doesn't just doesn't re- like relate to actual reality. But I want to hear yeah. your uh, your thoughts, Steve. What was your commercial you want to go off on? Uh, okay. Well, I'm just going to touch on one, my least favorite commercial of all time. Uh, 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS, where oh, the kids yeah. are in the band. Fuck that. I've, yeah, I've talked about this before on the show. Those fucking kids aren't playing the goddamn instruments. Yeah. Like, why fucking have them in a band? Yeah. I'm not giving you my car, you piece of shit yep. kid. I, I've literally thought about this and i was like man if i was like whatever well to do and i was getting rid of a my shitty old car from my former life i would rather push it into the ocean than donate it to those kids fuck those kids yeah yeah i think michael jordan said it best in that fake meme but fuck them kids right i mean yeah fuck them kids yeah i would i actually would just like to see a car drive off into the ocean so i would also prefer to do that (laughs) Yeah, I would even put the kids from the commercial in the car and drive them off into the ocean. I'm, I'm normally my stance is anti-child slaughter. Yeah, that's my normal that's a, that's stance. That's a safe stance. But to for take. those little bastards, or at least I would put their parents in there for letting them, or the director. Yeah, I want whoever was involved in making that. Maybe I'll give the kids a pass. Let's give the everyone kids a pass. else. I agree with the, the director. Ocean. Yeah. Um. The other. So the other new one that's pissing me off. Is you heard the one eight hundred got junk commercials on the radio? Uh no, I don't think I have heard that. Oh my god. Jay. I've seen the trucks. I know what it is. Jay. These commercials are beyond unreasonable. It's like whistling, then it's two upbeat people having a conversation. Hey, uh, what would you do if yeah. I could Give you two Saturdays. Well, I I have so much like it's bullshit. Yeah. It pisses me off so much. I it like I changed the radio station. If if I had junk to yeah. go, yeah. Guess what? It's going. That's in the ocean. also going in the car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was going to say throw it in the ocean. I'll throw I'll throw it in the ocean. I'll throw it in the street before I call it the got junk. I would yeah. haul, I would walk it to the dump myself. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I radio commercials are so like when I was that was talking about a, a you know usually that's a TV commercial one I was referring to earlier, but radio commercials are some of the just shittiest things that you can listen to, like just absolute hacks. Right, those yeah radio commercials. Oh yeah, and not all of them, but there are so many out there that are just so terrible. Just it's. It's bad. Yeah. I just, it's, it's honestly brutal. like the, I like listening to, uh, the radio. Not like I listen to Q101 and, yeah. um, 93XRT. It's two like alternative stations. Yeah. I find some new bands. I like stay up to date with like, you know, what, who's coming onto the scene. Yeah. It's, it's great to have like people whose job it is to like play me music, play me yeah. music. Yeah. So you can talk but to the team and stuff like that. But then they get the commercials and I just got 1-800-GOT-JUNK screaming in my ear every five minutes. Yeah. No, it really does make you, t- like, if it's a bad enough commercial, I will change it and probably not go back to that station. Or at least it'll be a while until I turn it back. So they yeah. should factor that in when they're just buying these radio spots. So <clears throat> anyway, 
uh, that's our little tangent. And uh, here's a Cars for Kids commercial for you right now. Yep. Uh, they're our sponsor for this episode. Perfect. All right. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thanks to uh, Hamboy for, and Clamboy for joining us talking about Squatch and yep. Bigfoot and uh, new episodes every Thursday. Check us out on Instagram, uh, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. Steed Swallows on Instagram for Steed. Ayo. Ayo. It's, it's up to date. And new episodes every Thursday. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.